Greetings, film fans, and you're very welcome to a very special. That felt good. Yeah. That felt cathartic. That voice you're hearing right there is Mr. Rory Cashin. And that other voice you're hearing is the one in your head telling you to listen to the rest of the show because it's great. Yeah, hi, I'm Owen. <laughs> and that other voice you're not hearing is Paul Murray. He's not here today. He's not here today. I hope he's okay. He's talking to attractive people. <laughs> he really is. Uh, attractive Hollywood people that we can't discuss right now, but in a future episode, you'll understand why. Yes, all will be revealed. Except... <laughs> Except what? What you want us to Except, Oh, yeah, no, no. Just the, we'll reveal the names and that's it. Nothing <laughs> more. Um, so... Yes, you are very welcome to this. This is what happens when we don't have a script. I know. I'm (laughs) rambling. I'm like, what are we here for? Uh, There's a brand new Irish film hitting Irish cinemas this week. It is Black 47. And uh, if you heard it in our most recent episode of The Big Review number 34, uh, Caro Doherty was in doing a review of the film and actually revealed that it's the first time that the famine has been depicted properly up on the big screen where they've... Or even the small screen. Or even the small... It depends what size screen you're watching this yeah. film on. But um, we were delighted to have the director, Lance Daly, and one of the stars of the film, Stephen Rhea. S- Stephen Ray. Rhea? Ray. Ray. Ray, uh, son of Chris Rhea, driving home for famine um, on the show. Oh, no, that doesn't soon, work. Mate. Too soon, what? Too soon, That's mate. so far away. And also the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, sorry about the dinosaurs as well. <laughs> but anyway, so Stephen Ray yep. and uh, Lance Daly uh, sat down with you, Roy, to have a wee chat. They did, yeah. Um, Stephen Ray has been involved in estimate 98% of all Irish movies ever made I think so it's contractual that he's in there Um, so my opening question was what was their favourite Irish movie of all time and they couldn't pick a film that they were involved in now Lance has had uh, a few films out um, in the past like he I think his biggest one maybe today was Kisses the, the young kind of Dublin romance one but Stephen having to make a film that he wasn't involved in as his favourite Irish near film. impossible. It was a toughie, especially since we recently did like a Joe poll on um, the greatest Irish film of all time and Michael Collins won. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? He's in there. Uh, so I did it. I, I did ask him that and I had to, I had to ask him, you know, I, I, what I felt to be a very important question about, uh, about Michael Collins' uh, movie as well. Um, and he makes a very interesting comparison between Michael Collins and Black 47. Uh, and if you're comparing uh, any Irish film to any other Irish film, I guess you'd want to c- compare it to what people perceive to be the best Irish film ever made. Um, yeah, and he's a very intimidating presence. It's, oh, it's he really Steve. is. <clears throat> it's not a... <sighs> Help okay, me with words. Okay. Just, he's, he's, uh, well, he's from Derry, so he's scary. He's scary from Derry. Yeah, but like he's not nice, scary like you. He's actually <laughs> scary like Stephen. Fuck up your kneecaps. Oh, I... no, I won't. I won't actually. That's uh, <laughs> a bit stereotypical. Don't cry, Rory. Your kneecaps are okay. Uh, so this is Rory's uh, interview with uh, Lance Daly and Stephen Ray. 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 Yeah. Uh, enjoy. Brand new film, Black Forty Seven. Lance and Stephen, how are you both doing today? Very good, thanks. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, straight in. Hard question discounting any of the movies that you've been involved in what is your favourite Irish movie of all time oh discounting the ones I've been in mm-hmm. he's got to be cheating oh, he's, been in, he's been in them all <laughs> just about every last one of them um, maybe maybe Butcher Boy actually just I, know, I, I would have said that if I wasn't in it I think it's a terrific movie yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, I have to say, I, I revisited When the Shakes the Barley making this and looking at it again, and I don't know if it'll meet your definition of Irish film because it's Ken Loach, but but I thought that was I thought that was very special. Actually, I was very intimidated by that when I watched it just as we were making this, you know, because. There's just so many good things about it. No, it's, it's a great, really, it's really a great m- and movie. Uh, it gets to the heart of the politics of it. There's only one thing. Do you remember Killian Murphy's character name? No. No. Damien. Nobody in the War of Independence was called Damien. Damien is a later name. Right. Coming from Damien of the Lepers. That's when every after him everybody started calling. But that's the only thing. But but you see, Ken, who I love dearly, I've worked with him, is so mad keen on realism. And then as soon as I heard that he was called Damien, I would I was outside the movie. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that took you over because you're like, well, that that wasn't accurate for the time because you knew the history Don't. of that name did you Ken won't hear this will he well we're gonna, I'm going to send it directly to him the okay. second we're done right. I just think he can live with it if you say that's the only <laughs> thing that's wrong with the film I think he'll forgive yeah. that I think no, okay. I, that is the only thing that's wrong with the film. but you will admit that it's it's an error yeah well if that's the biggest one I guess we can we can chart it up to a win well done Ken <laughs> <laughs> You guys have worked together uh, before, like we're nearly mm, 15 years ago, was the release of Halo Effect? I can't remember. Yeah, well, according to IMDb, which is what yeah, I'm you know, trusting my dates on. That, that, that precedes my, that's in prehistory for me, I can't remember. But And then we worked again together on Kisses. On Kisses as well, yeah. yeah. Um, have you noticed, how, how, how have you noticed the changes, or have you noticed any changes in each other as a director and as an actor uh, from when you worked together the first time to when you were together this time none he's the exact same guy yeah. he hasn't changed at all hardly at all well that's good you're consistent that's, so. I'm surprised <laughs> I would really? have thought I'd got a bit better but <laughs> <laughs> I've improved and, but, and I expect him to say it got worse so it's it's, it's a nil all result I suppose <laughs> that's fair um, this is the Black 47 uh, from what I understand huge Irish release coming up um, there's a, a lot of talk around it because obviously uh, it's a very touchy subject even all this time later for, for, for a lot of people um, but the comparison I keep hearing you mentioned Wind the Shakes the Barley the one that people uh, keep coming back to me is, is saying it's like an Irish Braveheart how do you feel about that comparison? I think at the time um, people responded to Braveheart especially in Ireland in a, in a very positive and enthusiastic way so that's got to be the good part of it mm-hmm. and I'd say the downside is that Braveheart was obviously a few hundred years of history compressed into a story and took a lot of factual and I don't know the Scottish history all that well but I believe it took an awful lot of um, liberties uh, and we did not do that I think we really I think this is quite this film is true it's true to the time and it's true you know I think we found the drama in the time and those potential stories that time but it's not it's it's not doing well and I've seen I've seen that as well the the reaction to the calling it the Irish Braveheart mm-hmm. is people going I certainly hope it's not the Irish Braveheart because that was so inaccurate and I think we so we've got we got the accuracy on our side but but hopefully we're also rabble rousing in the same way that um, 
Braveheart was. Yeah, there was. Because uh, I, I remember when Braveheart came out, there was a huge like swell of love for when the film came out. Like I kind of feel that Black Forty Seven might get the same when it gets its release here. Uh, so, so fingers crossed. Nice, yeah. um, Stephen, how did you react when you got the script for the first time and Lance said, "This is who I want you to play." I said, "Oh, you remember me?" <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was the Bob Dylan lookalike. Um, I, said, I said, despite your remarkable resemblance to the great Bob Dylan, <laughs> I wonder if you'd be interested in this. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and I thought it was a great script. I was, I think I responded very immediately to it. And um, I was saying I wanted to do it, yeah. It was great. So you were on board immediately. There was yes. no yeah. hesitation. Fantastic. You did. You were, re- you were really keen on... The one thing that I do regret we lost a little bit of in the cut is the... Is is the the language and the sense of the educated man in the West and the connection to the to the classics and all that stuff that you really yeah. liked? That yeah. I remember you like yeah. comparing like the trans you know uh, to uh, translations uh, uh, of uh, uh, of thing was, and yeah. all, you know so. But I think that that felt honestly when we cu- when we were cutting it felt a little academic and felt like you know we needed to let the the story drive it. So that's fine. Yeah. 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 Have you have you been in, in in an audience for an international screening of yet, like anywhere outside of Berlin? Berlin. How how was the reaction internationally? Because uh, a lot of the times um, with Irish film, it can feel quite uh, focused, and it's obviously it's an Irish film made for Irish Irish audiences. But with a film of this scale, it can feel like it could get a, a much get, a bigger international market. And obviously, you've just been sold uh, the US rights quite recently as well, which is fantastic. Yes, news. yeah, it's coming out in America um, at the end of September. But when it came to in, in like that screening with the international audience, how did that go? Tremendously well. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I don't think people think it's... People really don't think it's just... A, there's just merely a, no, a local application. They don't. There was a, I keep talking about this Ethiopian guy who was thrilled with it because it was like his experience because they were in the throes of famine and um, you know it's a common experience and did he, was the Ethiopian guy was he at the Berlin screening as well yeah, yeah. and what about yourself how, how have you found international audience accept now I think it's been good I think there's a there's a notion when you ask it's sort of a, a well known uh, as a, as a one liner, it's a well. People know there was a famine. Oh, there was a big famine in Ireland. Yeah, eighteen something. And but but the but what they know or what their idea of it is is that the paddies all got depend got lazy, dependent on the spud, and then you know the blight came or the, the potato failed, and they were all in trouble. And it's that basic a sort of and then you say no there's a whole other story to it and so they're all people are interested in oh there's all these other layers to it as there is in any famine narrative for you yeah. you know what I mean there's always more to it um, but I think people um, internationally have been really positive but I do think that there's an extra layer for an Irish audience there's there's an extra layer of investment and understanding and there's sort of a lot of nuances in it which they respond to you know so and that's and, and actually really yeah it'd be great be great if it travels be great if it opens well in America but actually 
everybody in Ireland owns this story so ultimately it's just if it plays well in Ireland then it's then I'm happy you know that's what we're really worried about is the Irish audience enjoying it well um, I think one of the big selling points for the international audience would be the, the big marquee names that you have such as Stephen Hugo uh, Jim <clears throat> yeah but in this film as well you've got some of literally the best of the best young talents in Ireland today um, with Mo Dunford and Barry Keoghan and Sarah Green um, have you as a director and have you uh, Stephen as a, as a co-star uh, noticed any discernible difference in how the next generation of Irish talent uh, I guess treats the work um, I think there well I don't know about treats the work but I think there's a there's a there's a level of I don't know if it's ambition or hunger or but it's also there's there's not the same there's not quite the same creeping insecurity maybe or self-doubt of not looking at you I am looking at you but I'm not You're looking at me. I don't mean You're that, looking at me. but I mean okay well even like even I'd be 10 years older than or more at least than those guys sure and I certainly come from a generation which 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 is hampered slightly by being Irish mm-hmm. and, you know going out in the world and trying and wondering well, where do you and they don't feel that at all you know there's no there's no sense of that it's any that it's anything other than a bonus and and so they're they're well, super confident and super just well adjusted like just ready to go ready to work well I think part of it is you know when I was when I came into the business uh, you kind of started doing theatre and bits of plays and and was beyond your wildest dreams that you'd be in a movie and uh, but these guys know they're going to be in a movie yeah you know because there are more movies and more uh, they're more accessible to Irish people than they used to be you know well, that, that's what I was trying to say it, is yeah, it identical to what I'm saying no but it's actually be- a better way of saying it. it's more like it's, it's I it, wish you things are achievable <laughs> I try I do um yeah, it, it is. Po- it's possible. That's the difference. It does seem to be more. Um, more often, we're seeing this is the next big Irish director. These are the next big Irish actors and actresses. Um, you've been a director and writer for a while, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've been involved in Irish film for a very long time. Um, how do you feel about the current state of Irish cinema? Do you think it's improved vastly, or do you think it's just something that more people have access to, or has the quality actually gone up? I think the that's a really hard question. Mm. Like you could say the quality's gone up, but then you go, well, I mean, the films, the Irish films in the nineties played on a world stage. The films now maybe don't play on the same stage as and but but it, it's just different, isn't it? It's just an ebb and flow. Like I don't know. I think it's really hard. I find it hard to generalize on the young actors thing, and I find it hard to generalize on this too. I think there's, I think there have been really good films in the last yeah. few years. Um, and I think there were but then you know certainly when you go back past a certain point there weren't so I don't know where it started I think it all comes from you and the wonderful work you've done along the way what do you think? Thank you Stephen <laughs> Yeah i got to be careful here I know, it's just, it's I'm being set up, up. Yeah. <laughs> I had to accept too many compliments no, 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 but, but, but the thing is that when, when Neil Jordan did Angel his first movie there were, um, people said it was erroneously said that uh, there was the first Irish movie but it felt like the first Irish movie you know yeah and when we did The Crying Game it was the only uh, film in production in either Ireland or Britain you know and 
it shows you the paucity of the work that was being done, you know, that um, now there's lots of films and with that comes some good ones and some bad ones, you know. But it's, it's like, it's it's great to see, obviously, because yeah. it's, uh, for such a small nation with such a small population, <clears throat> it gets mentioned so often in potential Oscar races or actual Oscar races that we yeah. have so much amazing talent here. Um, so that's fantastic and uh, Lance says it's uh, it's all thanks to you, Stephen. No, so that's, that's good news. I know the uh, the heavy sense of irony is rather. Uh, I know I feel guilty about even saying that. Now. <laughs> well, I can't I can't have you in the room and not talk about Michael Collins. We oh. recently did a poll on Joe Dolly and it was voted the greatest Irish film of all time, which is fantastic. Uh, and I don't know if every single angle of the film you've talked to death about it. But the one question I have to ask you is, Michael Collins, what was the rap party like? Oh, I don't think I was at it. He didn't even go. Yeah. <clears throat> Actors don't go to rap parties. Do they not? Why is that? They're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, the rap party is usually for the technicians and all the people that have been working every single day on the movie for three months or whatever it is you know yeah and actors are usually wrapped in home home by then you know you don't know that's that's just i'm shocked that's I, I would, the actors uh, in for a few days and then they're gone and, and that's it the rest of us left to yeah. pick the party on to pick up the pops <laughs> and tidy with the costumes it tends to be at, yeah. don't miss an opportunity i thought you were going to ask me something uh, you know about well, the movie yeah but uh, you, I, i'm gonna don't miss an opportunity there you were just drawing parallels between michael collins and oh. black 47 just well, when we were outside so yeah, yeah, i'd no, love for him to say uh, it again well, absolutely no it's just because i have the same sense of um when we did Michael Collins, there was a strong feeling of um, fantastic optimism in the country that we were actually telling our own stories. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't Kevin Costner and the Hollywood crew doing it, which had been mooted at one point. And um, I feel this way with uh, Black 47. that It's our story. We're telling it. It's our view of it. It's not... Uh, it's not some outsider who's just, oh, let's adjust this, let's do this. It's, you know, this film came out of um, Lance's really honest dealing with the material. And I guess, like, is that, does that alter, <laughs> does that alter um, both yourself as an actor and as a, a writer director, um, the sense of, of weight behind it, that you know this is such a, heavy profound topic like is do you come at the job differently or do you try to I guess almost emotionally distance yourself knowing it's like I know this is going to upset some people the story that I'm telling or the story that I'm acting out no I knew this I mean, we knew it was a tricky one to get right an important one and that we had to handle it a certain way um, and that it's not necessarily just a story I dreamt up about a character in a situation you know it's, mm-hmm. it's so so there's a responsibility to it but um after that i think what's been good what's been really good in terms of that tapping into that what you're talking about has been seeing how people are responding to it now in that it is it's surprising the diff that the amount of momentum that it has because people have so much interest in the material and then they watch it and respond a certain way so it'd be lovely to think that it would um have that kind of life you know where people would see it, and then and then it would become you know part of a part of that history or that shared understanding of it, and yeah. and the people would be fond of it. You know, I suppose that's what you want, really. 
Yeah. Yeah, for like I say, it, it was an important Irish historic event, so this would be an important Irish film to to document it. So it would be great to be viewed that way as well as people actually wanting to go to the cinema to see it. So sure, there's, yeah. there's the double edged sword there. Uh, final question: What are you doing next? I know you're probably still caught up on on this one, but do you have ideas of what you're doing next? Oh, I do, but still caught up really, and and and, and something different. You know, so it's try, I have a few ideas for what they are, but they're all gear changes from getting out of the 19th century and sure. getting away from the gunpowder. Go further back. 14th century. Maybe further back or further forward, you know. But Because um, everything you've done today has been quite different to the very last thing that you've I know, and I'm trying to... I'm, I've decided I'm trying to change that now and I want to do something that actually... There's a it's through exactly line. The same, yeah. Yeah. That's, or that at least there's some kind of tangible, you know, connection in the, in, in, in the work. So, um, so, yeah, just thinking about it. What are you doing next? You're back with Mr. Jordan, I think. For I think you that one. That's the next big one you're coming out with. Well, it, it's yeah, it's going to Toronto. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm just hoping to go to the rap party. <laughs> well, they have to invite you first. They have to invite you first. Have you seen? Uh, it, it's called Chloe, I think, isn't it? Is it called Chloe? No, it's called Greta. Greta, I beg your pardon. Chloe's, Chloe's Chloe Grace Moretz is the lead actress. Chloe. I beg your pardon. Have you seen Greta yet? No. No, um, <laughs> but you might see it in Toronto. I know I won't be going to Toronto, but um, I, I think it's great, and Neil's very pleased with it, and uh, and of course herself is great. You know, uh, Isabelle Pale. Well, she's a legend. She's a legend. Yeah, she is a legend. Did You're you? quite right. Yeah, she's a. Uh She's iconic. She's an iconic, uh, iconic actress. Okay. Uh, Lance and Stephen, thank you so much for your time today. And best of luck with Black 47, the unannounced maybe sequel, and of course, Greta coming out in a few months' time. Thanks okay. so much. Fascinating, Rory. <laughs> Your chat <laughs> Thank you. with Stephen and Lance there. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. If you do want a full review of Black 47, which is in Irish cinemas now, uh, do head back over to the episode number 34. 34. That's the one uh, where it is reviewed by Rory and by Cara O'Doherty as well. And uh, yeah, any other crack then? No, well, it was a big Irish week. Barry's in two, two films. Oh, Barry Keoghan, of course, in Black 47, yeah. and he's also in brand new American release, uh, American Animals as well. So uh, if you do go to the cinema this week, odds are you're going to see Barry Keoghan there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's either Barry or Stephen in yeah. every Irish film ever made. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time on The Big Review Ski. Bye-bye.